We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Episode 99. The Nathan and Gabe Show coming at you again. Live and direct. Almost 100 episodes, man. We're getting there. Of course, we know we've done well over 100 episodes. Reaching back into the lost files. The vault. On Spotify. Yep. And Anchor.fm. Yep. Which hasn't taken off in the time that we've started using Anchor. Yeah, I think <clears throat> to get into that vault, you need your stethoscope out. <laughs> you know, doing the whole lock cracking thing. Uh, we, we've got a solid amount of Spotify uh, content, though. Yeah. I mean, right? Because lots of episodes are all on Spotify, too. We're still... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Dang. You have, do you know how to pick a lock? I know it's kind of a out there. No. Really? really? No. I know they make see-through locks that you can practice on. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like a lot of guys at work have talked some shit and been like, I can pick a lock. And then I'm like, cool, I have a lock. And then they never know how to pick it, you know? Yeah, that's not a common... I don't think that's like people... In the movies, it might look cool to know yeah. how to pick a lock, but right. how many people really know how to do it? I know. I how mean, to... maybe like the okay, the door, uh-huh. you know, where we slide a credit card behind it and, yeah. and and get it to pop open. The yeah. cheap doors where you have the little, you could take the toothpick to unlock it. Yeah, pop it. Sure, like what the gym doors are. I could pick those locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah credit card thing. That's cool. You know, that's easy. Um, there's a gentleman at my work that I was just dealing with today okay and i didn't i didn't get eyes on this guy too much until today okay because he always wears a sweatshirt and has like long sleeves on all the time because it's mostly always cold right his name's abraham he's 51 years old he's from mexico okay has some of the coolest life perspective that i've met out of anybody that i've worked with so far like we've gotten close working with each other on these weekend shifts uh he lived on the streets when he was a kid right Okay. He's he's uh like at fourteen years old he didn't want to go to school. Like didn't want to go to like the university, college, whatever, and his parents kicked him out. So he lived on the streets till he could work at like a swap meet. He's like an incredible mechanic, right? Okay. A great guy. Like a genuinely really, really nice person. He has six kids. Wow. Right? Four four moms. You know what I mean? Abraham gets around. He told me the other day, he goes, I know I'm ugly, but I just, I don't know. I just, I just, ladies like me. And I was like, you're not ugly. Get out of here. You know, you're all right. You know? But today we went to take a tub, you know, the strainer basket in the tub. No. Okay. So a strainer basket is like, if you were to, how there's the tub stop thing that stops the water in there. Yep. The basket's what that sets in so that it, okay. it stops the water. Right. Okay. You use a special tool and you twist it out. Okay. I'm trying for the life of me. And I'm not like a weak guy. By any stretch of the imagination, some of the stretches of the imagination, I'm a little weak, right? But I'm trying hard to fucking make this thing budge, to, to unthread this. And Abraham goes, let me try. And then he grabs my wrench, and it's like the first time I've seen is like, his sleeves are rolled up, and his fucking forearm is huge. And his hands are huge. He's like a mechanic. And his hands look like... like like, they were just compacted into, like, these little mitts of hands. And he grabs it and just goes, like, wrench, twist. And then he's like, yeah, there you go. 
and he got it started. And then I, as I went to do even the next twist, it was still pretty fucking hard. <laughs> I said, man, you're really strong. And then he goes, yeah, uh, you know, I, I just work really hard, man, with my, he's like, I work really hard with my hands. He scraps metal and stuff, you know? And he goes, uh, I said, man, I wonder, because there's the guy, Jason, that arm wrestled me at work. I was like, you think you beat Jason in arm wrestling? And he goes, Jason's big. He might be able to get more leverage, like, higher on my arm. He goes, but I'll do it. And I was like, no way. And I was like, well, you do it on Wednesday? And he goes, yeah, fuck it. I'll, <laughs> I'll arm wrestle him. And I was there looking at him, and I was like, yeah, man, that's wild. And uh, he goes, I also finger wrestle. I said, I've never heard of finger wrestling before. So it's where you take your hands like like this. You link your middle finger. So, like, link your middle finger with mine. It's okay. where you do this, and you hold it like this, okay? okay? And then it's whoever can rotate the other person's hand. Okay, go. No, because you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I can already feel it. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, That's jujitsu for one finger. Yeah, so he's he's like, yeah, I finger wrestle. And he goes, I've broken dude's fingers like that. And when he la- latched on my hand, it was not a lot of space. Like I've never heard of finger wrestling other than the thumb, thumb wrestling. War. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I declare a thumb war. Five, six, seven, eight. Try to keep your thumb straight. Right, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But like when he when he grabbed my finger like that, I was like, ooh, this guy's gonna beat Jason in arm wrestling. Is he? And I'm excited about it. Maybe. Did you did you talk a little smack to Jason to get him fired up to get no, him ready? Uh, Jason's gonna find out on Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Jason's funny, man. We'll be there at work, and he always, like, uh, we are in the room, and he, well, sometimes he'll just occupy my space. He'll just get really close. Like, we're just fucking with each other, you know? Like, we're buddies. We've known each other for a few years, you know? And he'll get there, and I'll be like, I'll be like, get out of here, man. I'll fucking push him, and then I'll start squaring up, flicking my hands around, and we'll start to grapple, and he weighs 300 pounds, dude, and he's strong as fuck. And, uh, yeah, I had broken blood vessels in my face because he was squeezing my head so hard. Oh, wow. And, uh... Yeah, so then I, uh, it was like squeezing my face and my tools were jamming into me and I was like, God, you're strong. You're just so strong. And then they're getting, saving, getting frames in. And then eventually when he let the guy, just got his back and strangled him. But uh, it's, it's just fun. Yeah. You should get him some lessons, man. Now That's that you're, uh, now that you're a personal trainer. Yeah. He has a, he has a son too. I'm like, man, you guys need to get in there, you know? That'd How does cool. that feel being a jujitsu personal trainer, making money, doing the thing that you love to do? Oh, it's, it's the best thing I've ever done. You know, it's 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 the most fun job I've ever had. Yeah, because you get to bring people in, show them what I love, show them what I'm good at, and what they can be good at, which is so cool. You know, because like I'm pretty well rounded. You know, I, I have yeah. I have my route in in every major position. You know, my routes to get there, my routes to get out of there, my submissions from there, what I prefer, and then I can see somebody like uh, Big Jesse, right? I was working with him, and being like, "Hey, man, I think this would really work for you." And then to watch it work for him just because I know, like, his body type and what he's, like, keen on doing. It's, like, such a, it's a rewarding feeling as a as a personal trainer. Yeah. And, like, what about when uh, we had that World Series of Jiu-Jitsu came to the gym. Yeah. And I was a referee at the same time as I saw, I was actually in between matches. And I watched Miss Beyonce over there getting after yeah. it, winning shit. Uh, she's amazing talent, top talent oh, as well. But I heard you refing to her. And then I seen her do the exact same thing that you told her to do, and then she won. Yeah. And I remember my head thinking, that was fucking cool. Yeah. And then later on, after that, you're like, oh, man, I had the coolest moment as a coach. Yeah. And I was like, 
this moment. And yeah. you're like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I saw it all play out, man. Yeah. So, wow, that's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it was, a, that was one of the coolest moments. Cause like cornering somebody that's competing, a lot of times, like, I feel like there, that's another step, I think, to coaching. Because like coaching in the gym and maybe being able to show people how to do something is different than as your adrenaline is up. You have to like, because now suddenly like you're, you're actively kind of competing as a coach against another coach, against another athlete, trying to give your athlete the best direction on how to win the match. Like those reps I was very low on, you know, like I have a lot of reps now teaching in the gym, but I didn't have very many reps of like, do this and do that and do that. But also in like word things in a way to where the other athlete, you're not like arm bar. So they hide their arm. Yeah. You don't want to like telegraph things too much. Yeah. But like, they're both hearing you. Yeah. Cause yeah, they, their coach hears that the other athlete hears my athlete hears. So I'm sitting there like, man, like I really wanted to make it a big deal that morning. I got up. Got a little. We got a some animals, yeah. Maybe. I got some, some animals in here, man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. They're just trying to. They're just tuning into the Nathan the Gabe show, just yeah. like you are. What's that? Subscribe on Rumble. Did My- they say subscribe <laughs> on Rumble? Yeah. But that morning, I remember taking it very seriously, even so seriously that I got up and I drank lemon tea with honey. Because your voice. Yeah, because I was like, I want to be able to speak loudly and clearly to all these people, like everybody on our team. And we had a lot of athletes that day. Yeah, it was great. Like, 10 people competed, yeah. And, right? And Yeah, and I, I mean, I was one that signed up. Mikey was one that signed up. Uh, we didn't have people in our bracket, yeah, it was which moment. sucks. Yeah. You know, uh, Mikey, I don't think they let him hop up to adult. And then there were no purple, brown, or black belts at 170 that signed up for me. There was that one. So there was something weird that happened with yeah. that tournament. That was the first time. I've never had situation. Yeah, I did. I had was, somebody from a pretty solid team come up to me looking for a a match just he didn't sign up for the tournament but he was there like helping coach and he wanted to showcase his jujitsu skills as a brown belt and he came up to me his he his coach came up to me like his teammate came everybody fucking came up to me to get this kid a match mm-hmm. so i get the kid a match i say gabe strap up we're gonna we're gonna yeah, go to, we're gonna right. go to work yeah. and gabe's like oh, all right i'm down yeah and then i say all right hey it's time we got some time let's make this happen Gabe, let's go. Guy, where you at? And this dude comes up to me and he's like, I don't think I'm going to do it now. The only thing that changed in between five minutes before when he told me he wanted to compete was the fact that I told you, you agreed, and you introduced yourself to him. Yeah. Yeah, I walked up to him and uh, I I was like, oh, shit. You know, I saw this guy. He had, like, cauliflower ears, like, real bad. And, like, he had a Brazilian accent. I don't remember his name. But I got went up, shook his hand. I was like, "Hey, man! Like, you know, we're gonna get a match in." And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, man." I was like, "Okay, cool." I was like, I, I, "I'm," I was like, "I just got a t-shirt, but I'll just go t-shirt. I got shorts in my locker, man. Uh, I'll be warming up." And then he's like, "You know, all right." And I saw him warming up for a second, like he was down doing like back escapes and and stuff on his on his. Uh, so I'm getting eyes on this, you know. I'm like, "Okay, what's he doing?" You know, like I'm starting to kind of like see this just observe a little bit, and I'm just hopping around waiting in the wings. You know, I got my hoodie on. I'm ready to rock. And then uh, his coach came up to me and was like, yeah, man, my guy's, my guy's going to pull out. And I was like, and I was like, really? And he goes, well, maybe. 
So I'm like, okay. So like, I walked up to you like a little while later. I was like, hey man, can we get this thing going? Like, can we just force his hand? I figured if we, because he had rash guard shorts. Yeah. So I was like, if you can just be like, okay man, so and so, get out of here, and I'm already out there. I figured that might be a way to just be like, you gotta Let's force do his it. hand. Let's do like, it. Like you're gonna yeah. back out in front of everybody now. Yeah. This man didn't come up and say anything to me. He didn't shake my hand. He didn't say, hey man, uh, whatever. Like I, I just, I'm not. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm whatever. I have any excuse I can give you. He just didn't say shit. And then every time I saw him after that, he was hood on, just like watching his guys, yelling at his guys. And I'm like, dude, like. That's weird, man. That's but, weird. But it, it was just strange because at that point, I was like, yeah, man, I guess whatever. I didn't approach him, you know. And he sat in a weird spot, an opportunistic spot for him as he sat on a dummy on the corner of the mat. So he's kind of hard to get to. Because there was matches going on. Yeah. But I don't think it was anything like, I don't think he was thinking that far ahead. But it was still like, he was hard to get to. I would have had to walk across the mat. Because there were people behind him too. Yeah. But, it was strange. I mean, uh. Overall though, besides your little weird thing. Yeah. Epic day for everybody else. Yeah. I mean, even the guys that lost, they could have won. If it would have been, yeah. you know, just a one little adjustment, they could have sure. won. And uh, the ones that did win, um, awesome. I mean, we had four new champions come out of the gym. Yeah. Beyonce coming oh, back two, with the dual. Three new, because Beyonce's been there before. But we got five. Did we got five? I think so, all? yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you're yeah. right, because it goes Isaac, Isaac, Luke, Bender, Derek, Beyonce. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can't I believe Guinea Deep, I rattled those off, because I'm proud of you guys. I'm fucking proud of you guys. Yep. That's hard, man. That was great seeing Isaac now. he's a, That was his first jiu-jitsu uh, championship that yeah. he won. Yeah. So in a, in a month, he's an MMA champion, yep. belt title holder, yep. and a jiu-jitsu champion. So cool. World Series, bro. Yeah. Yeah, World Series, is, it's, it's a big deal, man. That's a cool one it's to pretty win something sweet. at. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. I mean, you win some money. It's, yeah. it's different. You know, putting your money... Uh, in in front of you to compete is a little bit scarier than signing up for a bracket tournament. Yeah, where you know you're going to get at least a, a couple chances. Yeah, probably. yeah, that's what I that's what I think is like. So, so sub league is on the twentieth. So uh, I I I'm signed up. I'm trying to get people signed up. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that it's around Robin is is such a nice feeling because you're like, cool. I at least get at the very least I'll get three matches out of this. Yeah, and. I get, you know, I get, I get a ton of mat time. It's not like one and done. You can go one and done in a, in a cash tournament. That sucks. Yeah. Been there twice. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. sucks, man. It is yeah. watching, watching all that hard earned money. Just, yeah. But the nerves, as you tap out, yeah. that's money just disappearing. <laughs> but the nerves, I guess, don't feel any different, which is wild. You know, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I got all fired up, you know, for my match. I was assuming that I was going, you know, yeah. Uh, but then afterwards, man, I had the craziest headache because I had all the adrenaline going like, like ready to rock, you know, like I'm feeling it, you know, I'm jazzed up. My heart's going, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. Your body released all the war chemicals. Yeah. Like, and like, then your body didn't yeah, go through weird. war. It was like, man, we're about to fight. Like, you probably right should have went home and just sprinted. I, well, I cornered everybody. So I was like, get, I felt fine while I was cornering everybody, which, cause my adrenaline was still up just on behalf of the team. But uh, then we went to eat afterwards and uh, like some of the team and I was, I had to lay down on a bench outside of tap house, like a homeless person. Wow. My really? eyes closed. And it was funny. Cause you know, you know, uh, uh, Ross from Corvallis, uh, purple yeah, he came yeah. to us a little while ago. 
So I was laying down on the bench like this with my uh, hand like over my face, just like, oh, my head. I, I never get migraines like that, wow. but it was like behind my eyes hurt all night. It was horrible. Like until I fell asleep and woke back up, that's when I was better. But so I have my arm over my eyes and I hear a guy come up and he goes, Oh, man, are you guys uh, part of 10th Planet? Uh, you guys are from Tsunami, right? <coughs> and I, like, look over, and it's Ross, and he didn't recognize anybody there. And he goes, oh, hey, what's up, dude? I was like, hey, man. Yeah. He's like, what are you... He's like, oh, man, is this, uh, this is nice. Like, he's just laying out. And I was like, oh, man, I have such a crazy headache. I had a, a wild day rooting for these guys. And, uh, yeah, it's funny because he just saw us, said hi, and left. He didn't want to eat with us. He's just like, yeah, man, just coming to say hi. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, uh, That's funny. So, yeah, what a... What a been more uh you know social yeah if, yeah. I, if my head didn't hurt like crazy man yeah it's another cool thing about you know we've talked about it probably 15 times at this point yeah the benefit of the community that comes with our team and sure. and 10th planet and yeah just doing uh even like having the tournament you know seeing mm -hmm. competitors come back for the third or fourth world series yeah um that's it's awesome yeah it's all, we got we got a what oh some fucking asshole somebody Excuse me with the language, but Sorry, he, he got, a lot, he got uh, I would assume, mopped up on the mats and then left the gym and then complained about a one-star review uh, out of, I have 90, like 94 five-stars and one one-star. And it's this guy who's like, most disorganized gym ever. Like, dude, whatever, man. Okay, bye. Never, please never, ever, ever come back. He's like, there was this purple belt that was trying to... <laughs> It's the guy. Oh, yeah. what a loser! He lost twice that day. He lost when he lost his jujitsu match, yeah. and when he lost when he when he blamed a business on on something that made him unhappy that was not out of my control. Absolutely, yeah. But that's that you know that's the kind of shit you deal with when you put on events. You're you're dealing with people that aren't members of the gym, and um, you know I guess that's the name of the game. Yeah, I, I try to do better next time. I'm a funny anecdote about that kind of is uh miss raya you know one of one of our up-and-coming young ladies yep. on the team yep uh she was running the door mm -hmm. so she for a second uh we were over in the corner like we just dominated the the energy in the room our team just crushed it like loudest team most presence like just loved it man that 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 was everything that i ever wanted and i didn't even get a chance to compete but that was everything that I ever wanted from the first World Series. When it was the first World Series and there was only a few of us competing, I felt overwhelmed at the amount of other teams. I remember seeing like a bunch of other teams with matching stuff. Like, like they all looked like these units that took up pieces of the mat, and we were scattered, and it felt chaotic. And I, I really, you know, and I got tapped out fastest, and I just like it felt chaotic, and it felt like. It wasn't a very pleasant experience for me, really, you know, in, in hindsight. But, like, the thing that stuck out with me was these teams. And then now to have tripled every other team that came, quadrupled yeah. the other teams that came. Yeah. It was everything that I wanted in that first one. I think if this was our last World Series in this, what a cool moment to have us as the, as the dominant team. But we're all hanging out in the corner. Raya's running the door. She goes, Gabe. Hey, Gabe. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she goes, can, can you run the table for a second? I use the bathroom. I says, yeah, absolutely. So I'm like running the table, you know, doing the thing. She's like, well, it's, you know, it's 20 for people that want to come in, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you're good. 
And so a couple of people come in, you know, they show me their hand stamp. Cool. And then uh, Sam Hardy comes up the ramp, right? I'm like, hell yeah, what's up, man? And, uh, you know, so see him, give him a fist bump. And I was like, yeah, very cool, man. You guys got going today? You know, he's like, yeah, I got a couple guys, whatever. And I was like, good to see you. So he walks by, you know, does the whole thing. Like, I'm not super tight with Sam, but, you know, we've seen each other around. And, you know, obviously sure. I have respect for the man. He's a world champion. Like, super cool to see him, you know? And that's uh, funny because Raya comes back and she's like, thank you. You know, so I'm like, all right, go back to the corner. A little while later, she goes, Gabe. Hey, Gabe. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, just hanging out with the team. And she goes, yeah, can you come here for a second? So I go over and she goes, uh, do you know, do you know a Sam? And I was like, like Sam Hardy, Sam. And then she's like, yeah, do you know him? And I was like, yeah, he's, he's one of the coaches. And she goes, well, he didn't pay. And I said, Raya, I let him in. <laughs> and then she's like, well, he didn't pay his thing. I said, Raya, you let that, you let him in. You let that man in. He's a dead man of black belt. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to pay. Yeah. He's cornering people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they weren't supposed to pay. Was he supposed to World pay? World Series Jiu-Jitsu, you actually, you don't get coaches. That's uh, dude, but it's Sam. Like Sam, Sam was here for the for the uh, right and no, right and no. Those are people. I mean, those obviously people that I would let in. Yeah. But I am. I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. Because she doesn't know shit, bro. Uh, she doesn't yeah. know who's who. So she's a fucking hardcore. Yeah. Door money Nazi. Yeah. And that's exactly what I who I need to run the door. Yeah, and it's funny because I asked her. I said, "Did you talk to him?" And she goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was, like I was an idiot for not for like not for just letting him in. So my neighbor, Tooth Fairy, the neighbor, yeah. came in and Raya didn't know recognize her. Yeah. And Raya's like twenty dollars, twenty dollars, and she's like, oh, I'll just be a few minutes. And Raya's like, no, like, like you got to pay up if you want to watch nice. jujitsu in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So then my tooth, tooth Fairy, the neighbor, was like. Man, that the door girl was she's the real deal. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Man. Exactly what I want. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yep. Yeah. I I, I had only figured I was like, because my my line of thought was this: if we went to Tenth Planet Tiger, Sam wouldn't make us pay a drop in fee. No, I I can't imagine he would unless yeah. he had an event where where you do. You know, I I pay when I go to seminars in Portland. Yeah. Most often. Sure. You know, it's like when you got to make money, you got to make money. He yeah. understands. He's got a business. He's, yeah. That's that's the thing too. It's like, uh, on some levels, you want to hook all your people up. Sure. But on another level, like your people should also want to hook you up too. Yeah. You know. Right. So I get it. I, just, I get it. I still take free dentist stuff from my guy Justin, who I love. That's nice, dude. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's my guy. Is he ever coming out anytime soon? He needs to. He needs to. I think uh, you know he's he's got a wife and a, and so he's off traveling the world when he's on vacation. Yeah. He's, He's hitting up some cool spots, and there's a giant spider that just crawled out right well, right from under one. the tree, or from a tree, from under the window. What if that was making all the squeaking sound? Maybe, dude. That's the thing. There's some mouse in the wall fucking seeing that thing creep up on it. Yeah. Eey. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, we're moving gyms. Yeah. We kind of touched on it in the last one, but we didn't really yeah, touch on it. Yeah, it was more of a teaser. Well, it's exciting, man. The old, what was it called? The bounce. Yo-ho-ho ho, bounce. Okay. I know that because Allison often wanted to go to Yo-Ho Yo -ho -ho Bounce. Yo-Ho-Ho Bounce. Yep. Yeah, which is the bounce house. Yep. Which is, they just had a bunch of bounce stuff in there? Yeah, I think it was, I, I actually never went in there. Okay. Yeah, Allison <laughs> went in there a couple times and then it was like, uh, just as she was getting like old enough to really have fun with it, that shit went. 
yeah, no, COVID came COVID in. Got it. Yeah. And I remember one of the uh, the things that you read was like, like before COVID hit, it was like this place is the dirtiest place I've ever been to. Like yeah. I wouldn't let my kids anywhere. And yeah, it's like yeah. all the all the negative reviews are dirty. Dude, I mean, dirty, now you're dirty. supposed to keep a bounce house that clean, dude. People coming in with those dirty feet, little snot nosed kids yeah. sneezing all over the place. Yeah. Best you can do is just spray it down with bleach at the end of the day. Just yeah. hose it down. Yeah. Which is probably not good for the for the rubber of the bounce material. A little mule or wizard will take care of that. Yep. Oh, yeah, good. Dude. Only the best. Yep. If they only knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man. It's exciting. We're going to add a rock wall. Yeah, that's going to be fun. We're going to have a rock wall on the Oregon coast. There, there. I think there's a rec center rock wall in Lincoln City. In okay. the, there's like a rec center. Yeah. And they've got a bouldering thing. I haven't been up there. I've never Haven't been. seen it. Yeah. I'm going to have to go up there just to scope it out. I'll to make sure ours is... A little bit better than I'll theirs. I'll get down there with an inverted Torx bit, and I'll start taking fucking rocks. Hand holds out, bro. Yeah. Oh, geez, the hardest rock wall to climb. One star. <laughs> yeah. It actually has no handholds on yeah. there. That's crazy. It's well, how do they expect me to get up there? Yeah. <laughs> what are these, Spider-Man? <laughs> so stupid. So Mark. we're going to have our rock wall. is gonna It's going to be uh, ready to rock. Hey, that's very good. Fourth of July, very funny. I think, by then. Yeah. By then, so we might do a, a re, grand opening, 2.0. Okay. Re-grand opening. Yeah. But we can do another ribbon-cutting ceremony and all that stuff. I wasn't here for the other ribbon-cutting ceremony. Yeah, well, we're, you'll be there for this one. You better believe it, dude. Yeah. You got to imagine, I mean, back then, that I didn't even know really what jiu-jitsu was all about, dude. I'd never been on mats. Yeah, That's look at crazy. you now. Yeah. Might be able to come away with from this move with some mats, too. Really? Yeah. I think so? I think so. Wow. Dang, Danny's gonna love it. I'm we, gonna be like, we double went. leg, just out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, good, the wrestling mats out again, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, we're... thought it was date night. It <laughs> is takedowns. Working on break falls and shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I th- we'll have you can have the wrestling mats on the poles for sure. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll mess with something, good. man. Yeah, and we, we'll be able to tape them out and, and stretch them out. They'll be fine. Yeah, and then I can then I can be like, hey, any of you Toledo residents need some privates, not in a gym. Ooh. But then I'll be like, just kidding, come to the gym because <laughs> it's gonna be weird out yeah. there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna outsource. I'm not outsourcing. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you crazy? You know how weird that would be? Come under my carport and learn jujitsu. That's the worst look. Yeah. 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 The thing is, with something like that is. What happens, man? Somebody cracks their head, yep. and then they cut their head open, and then they get some weird brain infection, yeah. and you know now you're sued. Your house is sued. They just take everything. Yeah, That's, you gotta have insurance. You gotta do it. Like you gotta if you're gonna teach martial arts, if you're gonna be my competition, yeah, you better have your shit together. I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're not gonna. Yeah, you I know you're pull gonna. your shades down. I uh, <laughs> the um. I feel like one of the parts of like if I were to do training like off uh, you know off the radar, right? Yeah. I would be like, okay, guys, we're gonna get in shape. So we're first we're gonna dig a hole and then dig wide and be like, because if you fucking die, that's where you're going. <laughs> because yeah, we're, we're burying that real quick, all right? Because we're not fucking, we're not we're not playing this legal horse hockey. You know what we could do for real though? With speaking of digging holes. Uh, we were looking at like some, we were driving around. We went on a little family adventure today. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Siletz. I've lived on the Oregon coast for a few years now and I've never been to Siletz. Really? So I was like, I want to, I want to see what this little town looks like. Yeah. Beautiful drive up to, up through there. And even, uh, what is it? Logston. 
I don't think I've been out to Logsdon. Yeah, it's it's the middle of nowhere. That's the one out that, as you're headed out to the Moonshine place. Yep. Yeah, so maybe I have been, but yeah. Maybe. Which Moonshine Park is just like a it's just like a campground, right? Yeah, which is wild. It's like in the back of the like nowhere. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. Basically. It is. It yeah. is the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but how there's so so anyway, we found some property, and there's yeah. like uh, lots of acres for sale out there. You can buy pretty decent chunks of land. Sure. How sick would it be to to create like a wooded training area where we could go camping? And, I mean, it'd be awesome if we had, like, cool. water access. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could, like, make, like, a legit training in yeah. the woods area. Yeah. And turn it into something fun where we, like, build some little shanties and, I don't know, man. Would be cool. I like that area out there. Yeah. It makes me want to kind of get off grid a little bit and go be a farmer in the Yeah, I nowhere. think Celeste is just far enough out. You know, Danny's folks live out there. Do they? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, always seems just just mellow, you know, it seems mellow. I remember Danny said when she grew up, they didn't even have, like, police out there, which is wild. Yeah. You know? We actually went down a road, just just taking roads and going, well, let's see what's down that one. Yeah. And we went down a road and saw a local police department vehicle there. Okay. So they probably live way the hell out there and they commute. Yeah. Which would make sense. If yeah. I was a law enforcement in a town, you probably want to get outside of your jurisdiction where you live. Sure. But then at the same time, not so. Like, shouldn't you be policing your own? Maybe would that help more for the for the policing efforts if you're like a lo- somebody that lives right down the block? Yeah, I just feel like maybe if you did piss somebody off in that small of a neighborhood, I mean, if enough angry people decided to light your house on fire, it'd be cooler if people didn't know where you lived. Yeah. That's probably where I would think. Yeah. You know, because if you had any enemies, I don't want any enemies. And if I had any enemies, I wouldn't want to live. Right if your job middle. is police officer, you kind of, you, you kind of waive the right to not have enemies. Sorry. You're going to have enemies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because people are stuff. fucking up. Yeah. And if your job is to stop them from fucking up, then by default, you're the thing that gets in the way from their freedom to do whatever they want to do. Then that makes you the bad guy. I know. Yeah. It's tough. That would be a tough one to be a cop and uh, have to deal with it. Back in the day, though, you know, like if, when you were the local cop, everybody knew who you were. Sure. Like then I feel like the downside is this, is that people don't treat cops with the level of respect that they used to. Yeah. And yeah. nowadays, if you're a cop, yeah, shit, you almost have to live way the heck away just to yeah, just to stay I safe. Would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because now it's like it's weird with all even body cams and stuff. It's like even the body cam is like the police department policing the police. So Isn't that what you want, though? Yeah, but I mean, like, that's, but I feel like that's even, like, that's even, like, why would you need to police the police if they, like, weren't, like, bad people? Yeah. I feel like the police, like, like wearing body cams is a positive thing, I think, for, you know, for what it is, but, because it also keeps police officers safe. Yeah, for but sure. That's the way can, I look at it. But I'm saying it just being, like, from... Just saying, like, if I viewed police as bad, I'd be like, well, they have to wear cameras because they're fucking people up so bad. You know what I mean? So it already, it kind of looks bad if you want to make it look bad. Yeah. Like anything is, but I think that's, you know, if you have a GoPro on your chest, it's like, well, that's because you've probably done stupid shit before because now you have to be monitored. I guess. I look at it like your job is to deal with craziness 
And so your perspective that's that's what makes you special as a law enforcement officer yeah. is for you to be there to interpret the situation and all you can do is through your own eyes through your perspective take in all of the things in the situation run it through your use of force and your law enforcement experience and the things that you've been taught and then what what you do is what filters through all those is what's filtered through all those things so when you have the camera mm-hmm. that's showing your perspective then that should validate just about every single thing that you do as long as you're a, yeah. not a piece of shit. Yeah. So if you're a piece of shit, then a body camera's the worst thing ever. Sure. But if you're if you're a good cop, yeah. then that seems like it would be a fucking handy thing. <laughs> and I'd just be like, all right, bang, anytime I'm dealing with somebody, I just pop that shit on. Yeah. And then anytime I have to f- do something, then it's going to be, there's my proof right there. Yeah. That's the thing, man. When you're honest, like, you don't have to... It's not as scary. Yeah, I'm saying, dude, I'm glad I don't wear a body cam at work. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I felt like I had a, a decent perspective going there. Like, on like, oh, yeah, maybe people perceive body cameras as, like, police are messing up. But then again, it just hit my brain again. And I was like, ah, I don't even know, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, lost all the steam on it. Oh. And I felt like I almost started to yawn. And I was like, my nostrils flared. Well, let's eat some... Uh... Air fry steak. Ooh. Episode 99, Celebration, Nathan and Gabe Show. Coming at you the next one, Big 100. You're not ready for that. We got something special in store. Do we? We'll come up with something special between now and when we air episode 100. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, friends.